Welcome to the Instagram Stories for Wednesday, August 30th. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. I want to start off by highlighting an amazing review I got on Apple Podcasts from a listener who has been listening for years. It is from Willow Baby 2 who said, quote, I found this podcast while scrolling through Amazon morning routine apps at one point. I started listening to it in the pandemic and honestly listen to it a few times a week every single week. I don't know why it's not more well known. The stories are succinct and great quality information. I have learned a lot as an influencer from this podcast. End quote. This has to be one of the best, if not the best review I've ever gotten. So I just want to say thank you so much. Okay, let's get into today's episode. One of the things that I really strive to do on this show as much as possible is make it so you don't have to hear my voice all the time. I love hearing other people's voices on this show. Not only does it give context, but it also helps to break up the monotony of just hearing me all the time. I would like to highlight the CEO of TikTok, Sho Chu, as much as I highlight the CEO of Instagram, Adam Osseri, on this show. However, the challenge is that Sho Chu does not do nearly as much audio or video content creation as Adam Osseri does, so I'm at a bit of a loss. However, I did find an interview on YouTube from the Qatar Economic Forum, where the CEO of TikTok, Sho Chu, talked about some of the aspects of TikTok that you might not be aware of, but need to know. One ongoing discussion that continues to happen has to do with TikTok and security. Maybe you even have people that you encounter in your life. When you talk to them about TikTok, they say, oh, if you want all your information to be seen by the Chinese government, go ahead and use TikTok. And that conversation just continues to happen over and over. The interviewer in this conversation asks Shochu, the CEO of TikTok, specifically about this and note his answer. Continue to. Do you think that argument can land? And in particular, do you think there's a point at which you're going to be able to turn to US Congress or an EU regulator and say, without doubt, there will be no backdoor to any government, whether it be the Chinese government or never wants to have their data. Like one previous, well, employee of ByteDance is currently saying does exist, a backdoor does exist for the Chinese government. I just want to address uh, that particular person left the company in 2018. Uh, so a lot of what he said is baseless in, in our, from our point of view. Uh, but to your question, I think, the, you know, security, data security is a never-ending project. You know, any company that comes to you and says, we are 100% safe from any threats, is probably underestimating the problem, because threats can exist, externally and internally, domestic or foreign. You know, this is, uh, this is true for any company that deals with, you know, data at some scale. So what we commit to is that we will take this extremely seriously, that we will continue to invest to make sure that our data is as safe as possible. Mm. But to ask any company to promise that, you know, this is 100% safe from all threats, I think this is not something that any company can reasonably promise. Project Clover and Project Texas, we believe, are unprecedented proje uh, projects that we're putting in place that will allow the data to not only be stored locally, but to be managed by local employees and to, be, and to have third-party local companies to give that um, uh, to give that system, you know, it's um, monitoring. And this is something that goes above and beyond that any company in our industry has pursued so far. Mm. So we're confident that this is a very robust solution. 
I think that is a great clip. I really want to get more of Shochu on this show. If you find some way to get either video or audio content of him, if you could share that with me, I would super appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Instagram and how to make money. So stick around. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Adam Seri, the head of Instagram, recently talked about how creators can make money on Instagram, and he talked for about a minute all on the topic of bonuses. Bonuses are something that used to be available but have since been removed. I continue to believe that Instagram needs to pay creators. You can argue whether or not that's a good idea, whether that makes financial sense, but the fact is people go to Instagram because they see content. The people who create that content are pretty much working for free. Here's this explanation about eligibility for bonuses. The whole idea about bonuses is to pay people who create reels that drive enough incremental engagement with the app that it actually makes us more money than the checks that we pay. Otherwise, if we're paying people to create content, but it doesn't actually grow the overall pie, then we're just burning money, which doesn't seem like a good business idea. So we're currently testing different variations of these ideas in South Korea and in Japan. And if we get to a good place, we will scale it out more broadly, but it'll never be the primary way that creators make money on Instagram. We're exploring other things I think make more sense for broad, broad appeal, whether that is subscriptions or brand deals or other forms. I don't know, it'll depend on which creator because each creator's business is different but I wanna make sure I'm clear about the, how broad I think performance-based incentives can be over the long run. I continue to think that Instagram needs a system either to match up people, regardless of their size of their audience, with the right brands for brand deals or some other kind of way so that creators can easily make money and then will be tied to that platform. Instagram desperately needs that, in my opinion. That is going to do it for today's episode. Be sure to come back next time. Hopefully, I will have more clips of the CEO of TikTok so that I give TikTok and Instagram equal weight on this show. That's going to be my goal. Thanks so much for listening. I'm not yet a member of the Instagram team, but my podcast covers many Instagram themes. But the name, image, logos, the trademarks are Instagram and the LCC in the USA and every territory. Everything I publish independently until Zuck returns my DMs and starts to pay my salary. Not sponsored or endorsed, no lies, no fallacies. I use their logo with permission. Not malicious or callously, no trademark violation, filling all criteria. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media. If you are like, hey, I really missed that theme music, that means that you're an OG listener and you've been listening for a long time. In that case, I'm going to ask, could you do me a solid favor and write a review of this show? You've been listening for some length of time. Clearly, it is giving you value. Please, I ask if you could just take two minutes and write a review on Apple Music. There's a link right in the show notes. Or if you, for some reason, can't do that, just search the Instagram stories 
find it on Apple Music, leave a review what you like about the show. I would super appreciate it. It really helps other people to be able to find this show.